0: Joining us at this time, we have uh, Jacob Flom, who is a member of the Winnebago County Board of Supervisors. He's also a candidate for the Oshkosh City Common Council. There we go. Good morning, Jacob.
1: Morning, Bob. How you doing?
0: Uh, not too bad. You guys, we didn't really have too much to vote on last Tuesday. It looks like you had a judges race in Winnebago County. That was about the extent of it for the primary, right?
1: Right, yeah. We really didn't have much in terms of primary activity uh, this year, and it always varies. Um, But it turns out there were not enough candidates for Oshkosh City Council to trigger a primary. And also in the county board seats, and this is new, Mm -hmm. um, there were no primaries for any of the county board seats this year. Um, That typically you typically see a couple uh, every cycle. Uh, But this year, it just turns out the luck of the draw was that there weren't enough candidates to trigger a primary in any, really, of the 36 districts. So that's kind of um, a bigger shock. I do know that there was a primary in the Amril Mayor's race, also Mm -hmm. in the Menashe Mayor's race, and then in the Nina School Board race. But around our neck of the woods in Oshkosh, no, sir, no primaries for us this year, except for the judge race.
0: Right, right so that that went down from three to two candidates, and they face off in April now the yeah, city, correct what was the the city council is it three uh three seats and five candidates, or what was it
1: That's correct, Bob, so there are three seats uh that are up, and five people are running uh so in Oshkosh, we run uh a at large city council system. We are a Chapter 64 city, which means we are a council manager city. Uh, And so for that, we're kind of similar to Fond du Lac, where every candidate who runs for city council has to run citywide. So there there are no aldermanic districts per se. Uh, So there are five of us running for three spots. And so it's very similar to what is called a jungle-style race, where the top three vote-getters are the ones who win. Uh, And obviously there's no party affiliation or whatnot, but it is, Citywide top three are the ones who get it.
0: Okay. And how's that going for you? Pretty good.
1: I'm feeling good. knocking a ton of doors to getting my name out there. Uh, so just checking every box and leaving no stone unturned. One of the things that, uh, I'm really seeing when it comes to, to talking to voters out there is that people want to see the city get a grasp on road funding. And I know that's something that city council has been discussing. Um, Recently, I know last time we talked, we were talking about potential solutions to the special assessment issue. Um, the city council did put forward a proposal, uh, and it has to do with something called a vehicle registration fee, which is also more commonly known as a wheel tax. So there are pros and cons to a vehicle registration fee. Uh, the pros of it is that the special assessment regime would go away, uh, and then people who are, say, retired and non-fixed income wouldn't be hit Uh, with big assessments that they may not be able to afford, or working families as well. Uh, So that was one of the pros of it. One of the cons to the vehicle registration fee is that there are a couple of issues with it in terms of how it's judged when the cutoff is for people who will get relief from special assessments. And, well, what does that mean? We'll say that if you are in the middle of paying an assessment now, uh, would you have to continue to pay it, or could you just switch to the vehicle registration fee? Uh, so there has been some debate about that. I think the city picked 2023 as the cutoff date. And obviously people who are, you know, just say uh were issued an assessment in 2022 or 2021 aren't quite happy about that, as you could probably imagine. Um, so some of the other issues of the VRF is that it, it's one of the more expensive ones in the state of Wisconsin at about $35 per vehicle also has the chance to go up. Um, but at the same time, people would tell you uh, that not paying special assessments is worth it. Uh, the Ashgash Chamber of Commerce recently did a survey uh, of their members about how they feel about the vehicle registration fee. Uh, most of the members are not in favor of it. Um, however, one of the things that I would like to see going forward is for the state to change the law since there's no perfect way to fund the roads, Bob. And uh, if you do find a perfect way to fund the roads, let me know, because I'd love <laughs> to talk to you about it. <laughs> so. I'd like to see the state change the law so we could just put the road repair funds onto the property tax levy. I know that's something that uh, municipalities can't currently do in uh, current statute, uh, but it's something I'd like to see because, A, it allows us to be a little bit more honest about a property tax levy, and, B, helps us kind of get rid of all these fees and whatnot uh, and just putting things in one central location. So if the state's willing to listen on that, if our legislators want to work on that, and the governor's amenable, I would love to see that happen. Um, but just stemming from the debate that you're seeing in town, I'm sure more municipalities, not just Oshkosh, are dealing with this issue. So it's something I'd like to see the state address moving forward.
0: All right. So if if the vehicle tax goes through or the wheel tax goes through, would that be the only mechanism for paying for assessments, basically? What were assessments before?
1: So Yeah, not quite. Um, what you would see is kind of two items. So in state law currently, one of the things is that if you are a vehicle of over 8,000 pounds, if you're an owner of a vehicle, a registered vehicle of over 8,000 pounds, you are actually exempt uh, from that wheel tax. Uh, and so that's one of the quirks in state law that we have to contend with as a municipality. So this was also paired with a rise in one of the um, utility fees uh, that businesses use more than your average person per se. They use more power and electricity than than you or I do at our own homes, so that is one of the reasons why the city was able to kind of approach it from a uh, a double angle instead of a single angle in their eyes. And I do agree with this. It's probably best to not keep all the funding in one basket. Uh, so one of the issues, though, uh, is that is that going to recoup as much revenue as we think? Uh, according to the projections from the city finance director, the answer would be yes. Um, but moving forward, is there a system where <clears throat> we could kind of accompany this with a little bit more honesty about a property tax? let me know again i I will understand that would require a change in state law that's not something that the Ashgar city council can just snap their fingers and have done um but at the same time yes this would uh this vehicle registration fee would be paired with a rise in the utility fee um which would grant us a probably a a more stable road funding solution over time. The issue is is that Oshkosh does have a lot of end user fees uh, in terms of the way things are funded, meaning that fees gather up more and more of what we need as a budget. And so this would just kind of be rising uh, and pairing more of that together. So the question is, how far down does the fee, uh, the fee rabbit hole, if you will, does Oshkosh want to go? Um, Even though it seems like a more kind of I wouldn't say a standard funding solution. I would say it's probably more creative out-of-the-box funding solution than what municipalities used to do because uh, we're so property tax-reliant. So, I mean, the needs don't go away. Uh, municipalities are going to have to get creative with the way they're raising revenue, and I think this is one way Ashgash is doing it. Um, and we'll just have to see in the future uh, what else that may hold in terms of TIF districts and in terms of the way that we raise revenue going forward.
0: So who's making the end decision on this, or is it going to go to referendum?
1: It will not go to referendum. This is going to go to the Oshkosh Common Council, um, and I think it probably will go there this month. Uh, There are two meetings uh, where you have a reading of the ordinance at the first meeting. uh, That was earlier in February. And then you have the final passage of the ordinance, the way that ordinances are done at the city of Oshkosh. is a little bit different than Winnebago County because they read it before they vote on it in two separate meetings. Uh, which is something that I like. I think it's a good uh, good plan for transparency. Uh, so the Common Council will vote on it, and then it will be implemented by the city manager if passed. Uh, so that's one of those things where the Division of Powers in the city of Oshkosh, and obviously council doesn't run the day-to-day operations in the same vein that the county board doesn't run the same day-to-day operations. Um, that is up to the city manager and city administration. However, council deals with policy. Um, it's kind of always been that way. Council sets the budget. Council sets the policies. Council works with city staff to try to create the, these policies and, and workshop what the best thing to do is. So, yes, council will be voting on this and then it would be implemented by city administration.
0: OK, um, Jacob, we're running out of time, but the county board is meeting tomorrow night. Anything of interest on their agenda?
1: Yes, um, there were some more ARPA resolutions, and I would highly encourage people to take a look at those. Uh, the county is doling out um, some ARPA resolutions that are in terms of specifics to government infrastructure. Uh, there are some in the city of Amro, also some more nonprofit infrastructure, too, uh, that we are not nonprofit infrastructure, but nonprofit projects uh, that we're also working on. So I would highly uh, suggest people take a look at the Winnebago County Board. Uh, agenda packet for tomorrow night's meeting. Uh, take a look at it, peruse it, and please contact your supervisor. There are a number of very important things on there.
0: Okay. I see they are mentioning the Spirit Fund. Isn't that the ARPA funding?
1: That's correct, sir.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. Um, they also have something on there about COVID-19, government lockdowns, health decisions pertaining to that. You know anything about that?
1: So that one, I need to peruse over a little bit more before the meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, I know um, that both of the authors are very passionate on the issue. Uh, so I would like to check with the Board of Health and take a look and see what they say about this one. Um, and I would look for a committee referral. Uh, I think these decisions are Good to go through the committee process, um, and I think that the people on the Board of Health who are there for their health expertise should take a look at that before the full board. not saying that the full board doesn't know what they're doing, but I uh, would just like them to take a look at it and have their say on it, so that's my two cents on that one. Okay.
0: Well, it looks like it was submitted <laughs> by the Legislative Committee and not the Board of Health. Oh, okay.
1: So. Yeah. And, anyway. Yeah, I
0: would like to see it go to the Board of Health. <laughs> All right, and then you never know. They might kick it back to the Board of Health, so that They is, may. Uh, who knows? But in any event, Jacob, thank you very much for uh, joining us this morning. Appreciate your time.
1: Hey, thank you so much, Bob.
0: That is Jacob Flom, who is a Winnebago County Board Supervisor, and he is also running for the Oshkosh Common Council. We appreciate him joining us this morning.